green pastures. I know you're picturing lush fields of belly deep alfalfa as far as the eye can see. Well, get that picture out of your mind. Instead, see clumps of green along the arid landscape of the Negev Desert in Israel. That's more the biblical reality. And that's what our heart is for our weekly Green Pastures devotions published by Vineyard Boise. Our hope is that each day you'll find a wee clump of green along the all-too-often arid landscape of life, just enough to sustain you, to keep you moving forward. Each daily devotion consists of four strands, the reading, the reflection, the question, and the prayer. May the Lord lead us together into the green pastures we need today to continue growing in the grace and knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. Green Pastures for Monday, May 9th. Galatians, page 2. Today's scripture reading, Galatians chapter 2, verses 1 through 10 from the New International Version, which reads, Then after 14 years I went up again to Jerusalem, this time with Barnabas, I took Titus along also. I went in response to a revelation and, meeting privately with those esteemed as leaders, I presented to them the gospel that I preach among the Gentiles. I wanted to be sure that I was not running and had not been running my race in vain. Yet not even Titus, who was with me, was compelled to be circumcised, even though he was a Greek. This matter arose because of some false brothers had infiltrated our ranks to spy on the freedom we have in Christ Jesus and to make us slaves. We did not give in to them for a moment so that the truth of the gospel might be preserved for you. As for those who are held in high esteem, whatever they were makes no difference to me. God does not show favoritism. They added nothing to my message. On the contrary, they recognized that I had been entrusted with the task of preaching the gospel to the uncircumcised, just as Peter had been to the circumcised. For God, who is at work in Peter as an apostle to the circumcised, was also at work in me as an apostle to the Gentiles. James, Cephas, and John, those esteemed as pillars, gave me and Barnabas the right hand of fellowship when they recognized the grace given to me. They agreed that we should go to the Gentiles and they to the circumcised. All they asked is that we should continue to remember the poor, the very thing I had been eager to do all along. This is God's Word. Once again, to read Galatians is to read a letter. Textbooks have chapters, but letters have pages. So welcome to page two of Paul's letter to the Galatians. This week we take in the first half of page two, next week the second. Once again we start this week by soaking in the words of the first half of this page. You just heard it from a proper translation. It's time for you to hear it from a most improper translation. Here's Mike's amplified version. See what it might help further uncork. Track forward another 14 years, and once again I'm journeying up to Jerusalem, this time taking along Barnaba and Titus. Going up this time not merely to swap stories, but by divine appointment to lay out before them the proclamation, the good news, which I publicly proclaim among all ethnicities, in private first to the esteemed pillars of the community, so that this long ministry marathon of my life, past and present, wouldn't end up being for nothing. But it was all those fears that were for nothing, because my fellow marathoner, Titos, who came along with me being 100% Greek, foreskin still very much included, was not forced into being circumcised to continue qualifying for the race. 
In fact, the esteemed pillars didn't even bring it up. This only came up at the instigation of interloping posers trying to pass themselves off as fraternal instead of what they were and are in reality. A fifth column slipping into our ranks to spy out the expansive freedom we have in Christ Jesus and to sabotage it and us, fully enslaving all of us and you to their religious dictates and agenda. But we stood our ground, not yielding one inch, not complying one moment, so that the full reality of what is truly good news might continue unabated among you. And what did those esteemed pillars of the community have to say about this? And let's be clear, I didn't fawn over them like a fanboy, ooing and awing over glitzy celebrities. God isn't impressed by the outer glitz of who we seem to be, so why should I be? And what did they do, these esteemed pillars? And what did they do, these esteemed pillars? Nothing. They added nothing to me or to my message. In stark contrast to those interlopers, they clearly saw that I had been entrusted with good news to the foreskinned, just as Peter has been to the unforeskinned, the circumcised. Because we share equal footing in this race, the one energizing Peter as a runner with his power and purpose among the circumcised, also energizing me among all fully foreskinned ethnicities. And having discerned the empowering divine favor given to me, the esteemed pillars of the community, Yaakov, Kepha, and Yohanan, the right hand of equal and fully shared partnership they extended to me so that we were released to run among the foreskinned ethnicities and they among the circumcised. They had but one requirement, one thing they asked, remember the poor among us. And I was way ahead of them on that, already being passionately poised to do this very thing. This, once again, is God's word. <clears throat> So now you've heard this week's text twice. If you have margins, give it one more reading from a translation of your choice. See what you see. Then pause for a moment of personal reflection and prayer. What do you hear and see in this text? What key words and themes are emerging? What questions are being stirred in you? What question would you ask Paul if you could? What initial takeaway is forming in your mind? How might God be nudging you through your initial encounter with this text? Soften me, gentle me, focus me, ground me to receive, to feel, to see, to wrestle with whatever comes as a gift through this text and the grace to praise you in and through it through your Spirit, with, upon, and in us. Amen. Thanks again for some inspiration there. Ted Loder from Gorillas of Grace.